Is the Guillermo Moreno Show? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You. I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Unprecedented gas prices at the pump. Triple A says that this is unprecedented and you can expect to pay a lot of money Throughout the entire summer, especially if the war rages on in Ukraine, the national average for the first time in a long time above $4 a gallon everywhere in the United States. That means something because when I travel back and forth to the Midwest, it's always about a dollar, maybe even $2 cheaper. Officially $4 everywhere. The average for a gallon of gas nationwide was $4.59 and the Democrats don't give a rat's bottom. They don't care at all because they are privileged, especially the Biden-Harris administration. I told you this. They don't pay for the fuel on Air Force One. They don't pay for the fuel on the government vehicles that takes them here to there. Neither does most of the administration, by the way. And then the the liberals in the Bay Area and down south don't drive cars. Normally, they they just like to take public transportation. They want to kill the car, plain and simple. They're not like you or I. These elitist politicians don't care because they are privileged. They don't have to pump gas. They don't know the toil that you and I have to deal with, the, the hard, our hard-earned money going to this inflationary commodity thanks to the Biden-Harris administration. This audio is gold. It is dynamite. Pick up the volume. You're going to hear Interior Secretary Deb Holland refuse to say, this is Biden's gal, refuse to say that gas prices are too high when Wyoming Republican Senator John Barrasso pressed her. This Biden-Harris administration appointee, Secretary of the Interior, refuses to acknowledge gas prices are high. This is crazy. Madam Secretary, honest question. Do you believe that gas prices are too high? Senator, I completely understand the crunch that so many Americans are under right now. I, um, I mean, I'm thinking back. I've been driving since I was about 18, so it's. I know that we've had other. You know, I remember back when there were lines out the gas stations and that kind of thing. Um, so there's, it's not too high because you're not. There's no lines at the gas station. Interior Secretary, do you think the gas prices are high? Well, you know, I've, I've been putting gas for a long time, and there ain't a long line. So, meh, meh, meh. I think that. There that Americans are still recovering from this terrible pandemic and there are a lot of other world um, events that are making things difficult for all of us. So, so it sounds you're unwilling to say that gas prices are too high, because if you thought they're too high, I mean, I just wonder what your department has actually done specifically to lessen this terrible pain that Americans are suffering uh, under these high gas prices. 
We're doing um, all we can, Senator, as we've mentioned several times today. Um, production on federal lands is up. Uh, it's a 45% increase from 2020, a 9% increase from 2019. So it's Trump's fault. Um, we are, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's new drilling. Um, um, that's up. Um, but the production is also up. It's at an all-time high, more than a billion barrels. Well, let me switch to the, the drought that's hitting the West, and you mentioned it as well for your home state. It's a major issue in the West. Refuses to acknowledge, refuses to acknowledge that gas prices are high. You know what the Biden-Harris administration needs to do? You want, you want me to tell you? They really need to invoke the Defense Production Act for oil production. They did it for the baby formula, which is completely their fault, which they say, it was not my fault. They need to do that for oil Invoke the Defense Production Act like you did for the baby formula for oil. This is all the fault of Joe Biden. Don't let them tell you any different. The Biden-Harris administration is incapable. They refuse to acknowledge that they are at fault for anything. How is it that everybody else is at fault but the Biden-Harris administration? It's Putin. It's, It's the economy. It's still COVID. You know, it was Trump. Everything is everyone else's fault. This is mind boggling. You're smarter than this. I know you are. My listener, my listening audience is if you're a new liberal listening to this or you're a liberal listening to this, you're smarter than this. You know why we are feeling the pain everywhere. We'll be right back here on the Best Talk in Town Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Don't forget, coming late this month, Rudy Giuliani is joining the lineup here at KXEX. He's going right after another great mayor, Alan Autry. You're not going to want to miss it only on the Best Talk in Town Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. The Guillermo Moreno Show on the best talk in town. 1550 KXEX. Write it down. You always hear me advertise the California Association of Agricultural Labor. This is a great membership organization that you need to be a part of if you're a farm labor contractor, a grower, or even if you have any employees working outside. Gil Molina, executive director in studio. The biggest topic, I think, because I'm getting tons of emails. I'm getting letters from the state of California. I'm getting emails from insurance agents is the Cal Savers Retirement program. So the state of California said, hey, you know, people are not planning for retirement. They're just not doing it. Right. And then you got young people who think, ah, I want the whole paycheck. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be retiring anytime soon. But retirement needs to grow over time. And a lot of employers are not offering retirement. A lot of employers do offer retirement, the 401k, they do the matching. But the state of California has now instituted what's called Cal Savers. And this has been many years in the making. My understanding was that they have to offer it and the employee gets to opt out. Exactly. So so here's so basically if you're an employer, you know, listen up. If you have five or more employees, all right, the, the number is five. If you have five or more employees and you do not offer retirement package, everything that we're gonna talk about applies to you. If you are an employer that does offer retirement packages, mm-hmm. then you just need to send that information to the state and say, Hey, listen, I I do it. My employees don't need to enroll in your in the Cal Savers. This is really only for those employers that don't offer any type of package, retirement package over five employees. So you have to be proactive about it. Uh, the employer does. You have to set up an account. The state of California will have sent you a a, a notice, and it's got a code on there. 
and you got to go online and you got to register with your EIN number. Mm-hmm. You got to register all your employees that you have. Remember, if you don't offer a retirement package to your employees and you have over five, this is you. You got to go online, do the code, do the FBIN number, and then you got to, you know, input whatever data it wants. And then at that point in time, you got to tell your employees, hey, by the way, you know the state government? Yeah, that one. The one that likes to take your, uh, the one that likes to take your hard-earned cash. The, the one that's looking out for you. Yeah, the <laughs> wink, wink. That one. Well, since we don't offer a retirement package, the state of California wants to offer a retirement package for you because everything that the state does is well managed and well ran. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so you're going to have to opt out as an employee. You have a certain amount of time. I think it's until like June 30th to opt out. I got, I, I'm a little fuzzy on when employees have to opt out okay. because your employer is essentially going to opt you in. If you do not opt out, uh, if you do not opt so out, the employee has to put something in writing. You got to. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how it happens, how the opt out. Uh, I think it's probably a, everything's the employer's responsibility. Right. Sure. So they're going to make it on the put it on the employer because the employer is going to have to start taking money out of their check. For this Cal Savers. I wonder how well that's going to go. Well, away. you're going to find out the first, I guess, when this first hits that first week and they say, what the, when did I, what did I sign up for? What's Cal Saver? What is this? <laughs> and and if you didn't opt out, you're going to have to opt out at that time and say, I don't want to be a part of this program. But there's, there's two, really, there's two requirements and responsibilities. First, if you have over five employees and, and you do not offer retirement, you have some you have some work to do. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I know that it's with good intentions. I get it. But what happens if the employer doesn't do this? Well, you're more than likely, and I'm not sure what the, the penalty amounts are, if you bad employer don't do what the state tells you to do by when they tell you to do it and how they tell you to do it, you're probably going to be slapped on a couple, uh, a couple of fines and a couple of fees. And this is easy picking. You know why? Because the state of California has your business name. They've already sent you notices. You already pay state taxes. So all they got to do is look at the databases and match them. Oh, so employee A hasn't signed up. I know they have more than five employees. Let me just send employee A a nice little notice saying, if you don't do it, you're going to have to pay a fine of X, Y, Z. And then include that employee into Cal Safe. And then you start, you're going to have to do it anyways. Yeah. So... So there's liability on the employer if you don't do your business. And then on the employee side, once your employer tells you about this, listen, because (laughs) it's going to affect your pocketbook. How many employees, if you're an employer, you hear this all the time. The employee comes up, well, I don't know. I don't know this was going to happen. What are you doing? I didn't know. Hey, remember that meeting that we went to? Remember the, the form I gave you? And remember I said you better do it by this time? I think. <laughs> and you know, Guillermo, you are so right about employees. I, I understand, you know, keeping the employee informed. But what responsibility should an employee also have? You know, because I know all the responsibility falls on the employer. I get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. If you have a company policy and you, you have something that an employee should be reading and it should be knowing, then I think we used to need to really emphasize that. If you want a job here, you got to pay attention to things. You yeah, know? you do. In agriculture, especially, you know, because I, I still remember when they started withholding income tax from their checks. You remember that? Oh, God. They were like hating it. They're like, hey, you don't take money out of me. I want cash. <laughs> uh, you know, don't give me that. Oh, but, man. But now just to add more fuel to the fire we're talking about a retirement plan 
that's going to be mandatory. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me give you some specifics. Here are some questions, some general questions. Can employees opt out of the CalSAVERS program? I already told you yes, but here's the letter of the law. Employees that are enrolled in the CalSAVERS program because their employer is going to automatically enroll them may elect to opt out and opt back in by notifying the CalSAVERS program via written notice. Because mm. you know they're going to they're gonna get that right away and make sure you're off. Uh, the CalSAVERS website or the telephone. You call them and say, hey, I don't want to. Stop taking money on my check. Employers do not have any liability for an employee's decision to participate in or opt out of the CalSAVERS program. How are employees enrolled in the program? Any eligible employee who does not opt out of the CalSAVERS program within 30 days of the employer's registration will automatically be enrolled in the program. So really, that 30 days starts when your employer registers the company. So this is this is why, listen, if you're an employer, you really got to you got to hold hands like Gil Molina says, yes. hold hands with your employee because you need to tell them, hey, on June 1st, I sent a letter. I enrolled you. You need to roll. You need to out. Not you need to not enroll. All right. And be 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 a great employer. Walk, you know, hand in hand. I have no sorrow or sympathy for the employers that, you know, are like, well, I, I, I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> you know, help your employees out because this yeah. is this is confusing for employers. It's going to be really confusing for employees. You know, and I think you're absolutely right. I agree with you a thousand percent. This stuff is something that really, really needs, needs to be out there for all the employers. Communicate. As well as, as well as the employees, you know, because we're just not accustomed yeah, you know, uh, you know, looking at this, uh, you know, minimum wage being as high as it is, and it's going to fifteen fifty in January first. And, and I'm going, you know, it's no longer an entry level position. I mean, you know, people are making careers out of this rate, and I'm like, wow. So now yeah. we need to subtract yeah. for this retirement plan, which might, I mean, in all, in viewing this, I mean, it's for me. I retired. I have a retirement plan. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I got involved and I got one. What would you tell a young person right now that is not saving for retirement? You know, do it while you're young because when you get old, you know, you start to decide after the fact and then it's going to hurt you. But if you do it while you're young, you don't won't even feel it in 20 years from now. Yeah, and, and you'll have and you'll have something. You, yeah. you you'll have you need something. So so where does this money go? Or do you trust the state to invest it? Well, that's that's up in the air. Uh, but but here's what they say: What type of retirement investments are offered under the CalSavers program? So what? Where are they going to put your money? They can put your money in crypto. They can put it. In, Yikes! Yeah, no, not right now. Uh, where's is it going to go to Twitter? I don't know. Well, I'm just joking. But the CalSavers program offers employees both a Roth IRA, which is an after-tax contribution retirement vehicle in which earnings grow tax-free. Not bad. I, I think that's IRA, a good move. The IRAs. Uh, distributions from a Roth IRA are also tax-free, provided certain holding periods are met prior distribution. From a practical standpoint, before a small employer rushes to adopt a 401k plan or retirement vehicle, it can enroll in the CalSAVERS and establish a retirement plan after carefully considering all the options. So you can, it, it looks like they're going to offer a 401 or a, or a Roth IRA. Well, I'll tell you, that Roth IRA is the best thing out yeah. there. I look at my pension, I still have to pay tax on it. Mm. And I, I end up, I mean, it's not like. Do you I wish you would have done it? Well, I don't think IRA was probably around when no, you. No, it wasn't. And, uh, and, and so 
that that Roth IRA is is I think is I'm, I've said this to my daughter. I go, hey, get the Roth IRA. It's very wise counsel, and you could get this wise counsel by Gil Molina by becoming a member of the California Association of Agricultural Labor. Again, if you are a farm labor contractor, a grower, you definitely definitely need this membership. If you have any employees that work outside and you're not an ag, you still need this membership. Heat stress training. It's going to be about a bajillion degrees out there, right, yes. Gil? Oh, God, yes. Heat stress training. Know what you have to do as an employer. There's some stuff that you need to you need to know, and you need to make sure that your employee knows to make sure you're shielded from liability. And not only that, you're a good employer. I know you are. You're listening to us. You want to make sure your employees are taken care of, and you don't want them to have some kind of heat-related uh, illness. So you definitely want to do that. And don't forget, this is still a requirement in Spanish and English, and that is... Sexual harassment training. It. I know you're probably. Oh, my employees know they're not going to sexually harass each other. Uh, they're, they're not just about that. It's. It's an immense amount of information. You need to be trained upon it. And there's different requirements. You have an hour training. You have two hour training. Ladder training. You work. You have employees that don't work out in the field but work outside. Get on roofs. Maybe yeah. do any tree trimming. Maybe you want to have ladder training. Oh, you know. Again, I know we say this a hundred times, but. The fact of the matter is it, the harvest is here. It, business is starting to boom, and you really need to go out there and get your supervisors out there. Walk through the through the fields and walk through the rows and, and, and just give people heads up. Hey, do you remember the training? And John Doe says, yeah, okay, John Doe said yes. Just like a carpool arrangement mm-hmm. when we talk about this, uh, and, and this brings up uh, how the Kalosha people say things, you know, because uh, they say, well, you got a beautiful policy written. Who have you cited in your company for violating this rule? Mm. And so if nothing's ever been cited, are you really enforcing your mm. injury illness prevention? Oh, man, you actually got to start enforcing Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I know I, I had one company basically make like a little citation book I'm, with their name on Yeah. It. And water, good, okay, black, and just check marks. And uh, and I go, well, you probably can do that with carpool arrangements. You know, are you guys a carpool arrangement? Okay, cool. You know, you understand carpool yeah, arrangements. Yeah. You guys are just working amongst yourselves and you're getting to work. I get that. But to say that I'm hiring you because you brought in six people, you know what? We're stretching it now, right? You're stretching it. Yeah. And so. Well, I'm giving away all the information, Gil. We want them to become members of the California Association of Agricultural Labor. Gil Molina, always a pleasure uh, to have you in studio. Man, we, uh, we're we over time, but we didn't even get to the meat of what we really wanted to talk about. <laughs> There's always next week. That's right. That's right. That's right. Gil Molina, appreciate you. The Guillermo Moreno Show on the best talk in town. 1550 KXEX. Write it down. The Guillermo Moreno Show on the best talk in town. 1550 KXEX. Write it down. Today I joined Alan Autry and the Bullet Bob Leone. We talk about China, Ukraine, Putin. Here's that audio. Let's get with NBA. 
Uh, folks, you know, I know it came down on LeBron James when he jumped on uh, very arrogantly and condescendingly to David Murray, the Houston Rockets general manager at that time, who simply called out Chinese Communist um, government for cracking down on the freedoms in Hong Kong. The people just supported the Hong Kong uh, people. And uh, he just took tons of criticism from LeBron. LeBron went as far as to say, well, you don't really know. You need to do your homework. You need to really educate yourself. Well, he did. LeBron, we're finding out now exactly where you're coming from, but you're not alone, so I'm not going to put that moniker around your albatross around just your neck. We found out in an article, ironically, by ESPN, which shocks the living daylights out of me, because these liberal folks on the left ESPN, probably more liberal than MSNBC in terms of, of how they cover things and being yeah. woke and being uh, the first to be as woke as you can be. But they, uh, this is a ESPN reporter did an in-depth analysis on the NBA owners and how deeply they're involved in the Chinese uh, government and investment in China. Bullet, why don't you tell the folks what you found? It's, it's astonishing. Hang on to your seats here. Well, we, yes, this article is done by a reporter from ESPN, which in and of itself is amazing that they would allow that do this kind of investigative reporting to uh, uncover these things. And the one that stuck out to me in the whole line is a long article. And the one that stuck out to me the most, and we touched on it a little bit, Hoss, was this uh, Mickey Aronson. Yeah, the owner of the Miami Heat. The, the, owner, the, the, the owner of the Miami Heat. He has more than $375 million tied up in China. How much? $375 million. Whew, directly he, he, with? Directly with the China State Ship Corporation. CSSC, which has been called, uh, con- uh, the United States has called them out as contrary to our foreign policy and the national security interests of the United States. He, so good guys. This, they're, they're, yeah. And they're part of the Chinese Communist Party, yeah. the military. This this Mickey Aronson uh, owns Carnival Corporation, the, the cruise ship. No way. The, the cruise ship. You know yeah. that. He went into a joint venture with this China State Shipbuilding Corp. And they have close ties to the Chinese military, and they build aircraft carriers. The Chinese military builds these aircraft carriers, and this guy's tied into that. And now they're uh, in the process of building a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. So this guy is so deep into the Chinese government and their military— in this joint venture, uh, and this CSS, CSSC, the Ship, Shipbuilding Corporation, uh, has been declared as, uh, you know, adverse to the best interests of the United States. Yet this guy, nobody's told him to divest of that that venture. Nobody's told him to get out of China. He just keeps on keeping on. And, and, mo- and this guy's not the only one. Exactly. The reason they don't is... 40 owners, 40 owners to the tune of, what, $10 billion Wow. Yeah. 40 owners of the NBA are directly invested into China and Chinese the Chinese government. In some way, shape, and or form. And the NBA itself as a whole, $5 billion yes. in the contract they have. They just finished a three-year ban because they, the Chinese didn't like stuff that Murray was saying, some of the criticisms coming back. So they held back that contract, and now 
they're wanting to, to, to resume that contract. That's why you're seeing LeBron Which James allows- and this uh, the commissioner. Won't, won't return phone calls to ESPN. Uh, Silver. Uh, yeah, Silver. Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Joel Silver was a producer in Hollywood. But uh, so this happened? is really they – let me ask you this. Is it hyperbole? Is it exaggeration? Based on what we know now after this article, of which the owners don't deny, would it be um, clearly – and obviously and demonstrably proven to be true to say that China owns the NBA. Absolutely. That is an accurate statement. They own an entire freaking league. And so that's it kind of explains things. When you have LeBron James tweeting out hate tweets towards a white cop who's trying to prevent the murder of a 15-year-old black girl, Yet you see one million Uyghurs being abused every single day, innocent people being imprisoned because they're just simply speaking their mind so that you can make an extra 20 bucks per sneaker that comes out of China. You know what it is? It, That's where this is at. And then, and then you, you connect the dots, folks. You wonder why you can't go to an NBA game? Try to take a family of two to an NBA game. <laughs> I don't know. What's Parking $50. The cheapest seat, three, four hundred dollars. You get down on courtside, two or three thousand dollars. These gigantic salaries are paying. You know who's pricing the average American out of it? China, because of all of that money they're giving China to the NBA, well, which goes well, to the players. Yeah, I sound like Schwarzenegger in a fight. The, <laughs> uh, the, the contract that, that Haas was mentioning was. The TV contract, which the the Chinese had put on hiatus because they were upset, as you mentioned. Now, now that the playoffs have started, they have now resumed televising the NBA playoffs in China. It had been it had been gone for a while because they were upset at some of the things that were said by Murray. That's so people should have freedom. Yeah. Now. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh yeah. In Taiwan and Hong Kong. That's horrible. So now that the that the playoffs are back, so how much is the NBA getting from that contract? Right. Do we know uh, on that contract? Yeah, five billion. It's five billion bucks. Not a million, five billion with, with, a, with a B. With with a which B. Rhymes with Bob. That and and, 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 and and this and this Mickey Arison is not alone. The uh, fella that owns the New Jersey the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Uh, used to be the New Jersey Nets, maybe. Uh, this Joe Sai, T S A I, I think I yeah. pronounce it properly. Yes, um, he is a a, a Chinese national. I, I, I believe he's, he a, is. He's, he's a citizen yeah. now. I think in the United States, he is up butt deep, fifty three percent of everything that he has is generated in, from China in, into China. Yeah, folks, this you can't have this. You can't have institutions like sports league because they get so many breaks. From the American people, like baseballs, antitrust laws, they could business-wise they get, and to have a foreign country which could be very well be an adversary that God forbid you end up at war with, because when you have tyranny up against democracy, they usually end up fighting. Yeah, that's been the history of the world, and you have people actively investing in weapons of war, 
with a potential. What if they were doing the same thing with with Putin? What because let me tell you, China's getting ready to move on Taiwan. And what if you looked in and you had the whole NBA investing all of this money with Vladimir Putin? What would we be saying? It, it, it would be, be this, the same situation we are now, but it's really worse than it is because we're talking about the Chinese connection with the NBA. That's like eh, it's the NBA. What do I care? Right? I'm not. A, I can care less about the NBA. I, I, it's very important. But this this is in virtually every single aspect of American life, industry, security. The Chinese have been. They're like the boa constrictor, mm-hmm. and they've been they've been surrounding America and surrounding America and squeezing it. I had a conversation with Very his name was George Yang. He's running for superintendent of public instruction for the state of California. And he was saying, and then I have an agriculture show that we do. And I was telling him, do you realize who's buying up a lot of this ag land across the nation? China yes. and Bill Gates. The China. Yeah, Bill Gates. Well, the, in conjunction yeah, with China. The Chinese. The really? Chinese are yeah. buying up Didn't all, all this ag land. Oh. Yeah. Why in the would China. Son of Sam Hill. Yeah. Why in the. What, yeah, what no. Alan said. Would would China want to buy our ag land? Just take a gander. Yeah. We and we know. No, no, let me tell you why. Why it's important. It, it, the NBA is so important that the Chinese government or any adversary control it. China has figured America out. The whole thing is to indoctrinate youth to accept tyranny and Marxism as an alternative. To to viably say, okay, this could be something we could look at. As a governance in the United States of America, prior to these last generations, that was never a consideration. We valued freedom too much. They know how influential a LeBron James is, a Kevin Durant, a Kyrie Irving, a Luka Doncic. They get that. And they know if they can control them. And John Cena, you know how many fans of John Cena, WWE, and we can make him grovel and apologize and yeah, say how yeah. wrong he was for calling Taiwan a country? They get it. They get what's going on here. They're buying the influencers of our culture. Yeah. And they know now this, and they play the long game. We play, hey, if it's not done by next Wednesday, we're not interested. China plays hundreds of years, thousands of years the game. They're willing to let this generation die out. Okay. And, and, and reap and program the next generations to take a look at Marxism. You know, it's not the Marxism, those old dudes that are died, that I told you about, you know, that you can't allow, you can't worship God, even though we don't allow it in China. Don't, don't listen to that. It's, it's not the Marxism your mama told you about. They, they're playing that game, and they're playing it very effectively because the, the K-12 through system has bought that in with, with, with critical race theory, hook, line, and sinker. All right, well, uh, we hit that, and I promised Laura we'd come back. Laura! Yes. Well, uh, uh, Guillermo said he thinks that Ron DeSantis cut you off. No, he didn't. The lady that's steaming my dress did. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's on your mind? Because we, we got to appreciate those emails. I responded last night. Really looking forward to seeing this stuff. But tell me about, you, you're going to see Elon? Is that when you're going you're to yes, pro- Are you going to propose? I'm going to get to meet him ahead of time, um, which I'm, I'm extremely nervous, but... My cousin's picking me up. He was with him all day uh, today. He was with him last night when they did the uh, Dragon 9 test launch. Yeah. Um, and sent me pictures, which were, oh, my gosh. Oh, they're, it's and unbelievable. So it's, Thanks for sending me those, by the way. They're just they're just awesome. Well, I didn't think he wanted the pictures of Elon that he sent me. But um, 
<laughs> anyway, I'm going to get to be with Elon and, and just my cousin and like two other people from about 5:45 until 7 o'clock. Holy cow! How, very nice. Yeah. That's how. Do you I don't want to know? Okay. With him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they'll actually have to kill you. <laughs> that is amazing. So she has her own intelligence gathering the, the network. That broke yesterday. What's okay. that? So my husband texts me a link to the article, and he goes, "What you got to say about that?" I said, "I, I what do I have to say? I need to get an application to become a SpaceX flight attendant." Oh <laughs> my God, Laura! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, folks, I did not say that, and I didn't know what I heard when I laughed at it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Laura, listen, thank you. We got Kyle running out of time here. Laura, but, oh, oh, Laura yeah, send, yeah. Me, send me those emails. You had email us to our uh, station website. Hey, oh. Producer will uh, give you the I'm email. Gonna, what I'm going to do, I'm going to send both you and Alan a flash drive with all of that. Oh, my gosh. the other emails and the text messages that I have. I love it. We're going to have a party going over there. I love it. Laura, listen, you have a great it. time. And if you could pass on to Elon Musk from uh, for me and everybody, KXCX and Guillermo and Bullet, tell him how much we appreciate his courage. I know he hears it a lot, but uh, trust me when you no, give him. give him your phone number and tell him to call in. Oh, that would be awesome. Right. Yeah, get his phone. Try to get his contact phone number if you can. I mean, his underling, who works for him. That's right. I'm going to try. All right, right. Laura. Thank you much. God bless you. All right. Let's go to Kyle up in uh, Lake uh, County, Northern California. Kyle, are you there? I'm here. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right, gentlemen. How are you? Well, gentlemen. Living the dream. Who came in? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I appreciate that. Uh, Hey, what's on your mind, Kyle? Yeah. Go ahead, bud. Well, one, I don't even know why we're doing dealings with China. They're a communist country. Amen. People are I hear you. worried yep. about what's going on to their population over there. It's been going on for thousands of years. Yep. Um, two, Luberderm, only people over 50 know what Luberderm is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's you. a good lotion, though, isn't it? <laughs> I got introduced to that on Heat lotion. of the Night, our wardrobe, our uh, makeup lady, Velma, turned me on to that. Yeah, and then, there's uh, the name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Third, you have a third option for a, a, a mousetrap. There's always a BB gun. There you go. Oh, you okay. know, you know, Kyle. Kyle, oh, come get your Kyle yes. in for the day. Yes. Get rid of the mice. You know, I think. You know what? I think you just gave. I would go with the glue because <laughs> I would take okay. a BB gun. No, I would take the BB gun. The glue and the BB gun. No, yeah, exactly. I take the BB <laughs> okay. gun. I would. I would. Say the mice if he has any last chirps or maybe even the last meal. You know, I put a little bit of good old cheese. I'm talking about that pepper jack cheese. Let him have a little last no, last, no, Swiss. last meal. Swiss, they yeah, like Swiss better. Right. Boy, that's a real statement of yeah, that all mice like Swiss. It's only the French ones. Come said, on. Uh, and then put a well-placed BB. Uh, yeah, pull a, a, a Lenny in of Mice of Men. How ironic. Oh, yeah. Of Mice and Men. Lenny, that's what the guy did. George did to Lenny. Put shot him in the back of the head yeah, rather than make him suffer. My gosh, this is this is stuff is like breaking. Oh man, no, Kyle, thank you, man. That well placed BB. Uh, it, it, seriously, I remember. Boy, and why the don't Luberderm, they let, the Luberderm comment is classic. Why don't they too. let kids have BB guns anymore? Because you'll put your eye out. <laughs> don't run with that stick. You'll fall. But how many have you heard of a kid putting his eye out, running with a stick, falling, he stabs him in the eye? Never. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Kyle, you've been fun, man. Please call in again, buddy. Yeah. Call, call in again, All man. Right. Love you, brother. God bless right, you brother. and your family. Well, have a, have a great weekend. Thank All you, right, Kyle. Kyle. Thanks. I, but what Kyle said, the first thing he said was, it, was money, because when I had George Yang here, the candidate, he said that 
Chinese nationals should not be allowed to own land in the United States. And I was like, man, well, that's kind of, I don't know about that. But then as I'm, I'm thinking about it, yeah, may, maybe we do not allow Chinese nationals to own land or open businesses in this country. I would go, a, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I go a different route. Because it, it won't happen immediately, it may not ever happen, but really puts China on the spot. So look, we will do business with this company, if it completely divests itself from the Communist Party, you say you have a free market system, until the Communist Party reforms itself, declares independence and freedom to the Uyghurs, all these list of things of human rights, of which not the United States is saying that China should do. The Council on Human Rights, a, uni- a world organization, mm-hmm. has pointed this out. Yeah, we'll do business with you, but you've got to prove that this money going here is not – I don't think they can't do that because – the government and the and the military in particular has the final say. They've created a little combo hybrid, you know, a uh, little free market system here and letting these families run and do their thing, but they have to come in and check every now and then with the government. That's what, And then you have a captive slave workforce that can undercut. Uh, it's the Walmart method on steroids that you can undercut any country that can make the widget. Widgets are going to say, we can do it in Lithuania. Uh, make this widget for two dollars. Well, China will go in the hole and say we'll make it for a buck twenty-five. Why? Because we got slave labor. You're in Lithuania. You're part of NATO or well, Western Europe or Eastern Europe, whatever. Anyway, you can't do that because there'll be a public outcry. So they've got this kind of uh, system that, at least for right now, in the last twenty, thirty years, has worked well. But I think it's destined for collapse because you got. But uh, you know, we're running out of time. You know, something exciting, Jeremy. You've received it. And uh, this is breaking, uh, Guillermo. You're going to astonishing thing, Bullet Bob. Hmm. You know our reporter, Scoop Johnson. God bless him. Stu, Stu, <laughs> Scoop is out there. He goes into danger zones. We've got him over there in Ukraine. He's everywhere. I don't, uh, I'm fearful every day that Scoop's going to be captured and be tortured. And, you know, knowing Scoop and how loyal he is, he'd throw us all under the bus the first toenail. <laughs> but uh, pulled off. What but, no, Scoop, Scoop. I'm kidding. Scoop is loyal. Scoop is out there. K-N-X, uh, E-X, um uh, on the spot reporter, and we just love Scoop. Someday we'll have him on the show. But uh, you, I don't know if you've heard, but there's been uh, rumors of a strained relationship between Xi Jinping and Putin because of the Ukraine war. Well, Scoop has found out that Putin did a special behind-the-scenes trip to Beijing, and him, Putin, and Xi had a one-on-one private conversation to see if the relationship was strained and, well... Scoop being scoop. Well, found a way to get into that meeting. I don't know what he was disguised at, but was able to place. I mean, it was like Mission Impossible. He was like Tom Cruise in there. (laughs) He was able to put the recording device in the room. Wow. And uh, we've got the recording of 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 Xi Jinping and Putin and what they said to each other. Do we have that? Yeah. (laughs) What's that? Oh, you got to turn that up, Jeremy. What's that? That's Putin. Does that Putin? sounds different? And baby, I got you. <laughs> That's you. Oh my goodness, that sound—they sound tighter than ever. That doesn't That's sound like any kind friendship. of problem. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, the rich you got all the money in the world. You.
Yeah, you're spending Ukraine in the war, Vladimir. Have a fight. Oh. oh, here it goes. Okay, okay. we can, we can, <laughs> we'll listen to the rest of that. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Scoop is Flowers, under, this is getting, it's getting a little uncomfortable is, now. Hey, Scoop is underpaid. That's, that's, <laughs> that's highly. Well, that kind of blows up the theory that there's any, any conflict, problem. any problem between Vladimir Putin and uh, Xi Jinping. That is uh, the, the, the scoop by scoop, only on KXP. Only yeah. Scoop only Johnson here. could. He's, nowhere else would you Nowhere get that. else. Uh, and, and please tell Scoop because he's got a, he needs to call him. You know one thing? He'll have to do that voice disguising thing. Oh, and I was over there. So we don't want to get Scoop in trouble. But please, thank Scoop. We love him. And I wonder how he got out, got back here. But anyway, it just seems like that they're uh, they're doing uh, quite well in their relationship. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like we got about five minutes to go. I want to start this subject because we're going to hit it big on Monday. This inflation stuff, folks, I don't need to tell you. There's no inflation now. It's serious stuff. Well, it's actually good. Listen to Biden. Here's there the, is, but it's, but it's good. For here's you. the deal, Alan. And it's transitory. Alan. It's going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah, here's the deal, Alan. Yes. Stuff is for sale and people buy stuff, Alan. And sometimes that stuff costs more. Come on, man. <laughs> you know you know, I get in trouble for that. In fact, my own family, no, the family members have stopped actually criticizing because they watch. They say, "Hey, I can't even defend this stuff anymore." <laughs> Is he? It's it's actually true, folks. It's it, and I don't be mean by saying it's just fact. I look back and I YouTubed him. He has lived a lie since he got into Congress. He's lied. Oh. Here's a guy who had to drop out of a presidential race because he plagiarized an entire speech bullet, not lifting some key quotes. He entire speech of this English politician. He's over there saying that he kicked popcorn's butt or corn pop's butt and corn pop had a razor to his throat. And then with one quick move, karate move like Keanu Reeves, he knocked the razor off of his throat and cut corn pop on the ground. Corn pop. And, and, you know, and he goes up and oh, says word. that inflation does not, that, that spending does not increase inflation. I mean, this is, we're just, there's just so many uh, to mention. But you know what? I, I, it's inflation is a tricky thing. And that's where, like, Fed Reserve comes in. And I was thinking about it the other night. Inflation is, is like uh, to the economy, like calories are to the human body. Uh, the economy needs money. It's lifeblood. It needs money to survive and, and prosper and live, if you will, follow the analogy. Your body needs calories to burn, to have energy. You need calories in order to live or you die. You need those calories. But if you have too many of those calories and you don't operate properly with those calories, you don't work out, you don't do the right things, make the right decisions, and you don't burn those calories off and do the, you get fat, you get obese, you can get heart disease, diabetes, and all that from too many calories. Money's the same thing. You get too much of it in there, into it. You don't make proper decisions with it. And the economy gets bloated, gets obese, 
gets fiscal diabetes, fiscal heart disease. So what do you have to do? You got to reduce your calories to get healthier, and you got to reduce the money supply, and that's painful because people, yeah. are, people are used to those yeah, calories. Love to eat. I got to cut out sugar. I got to cut out carbohydrates. Oh, I have no reason to live. I'm one of those guys. It's tough. Same thing with the money supply. You got to raise interest rates. It's a simple equation. There's a lot of these economists will give you a lot of other stuff, but bottom line is there's too much money in the economy, and now they got to take it out. Now they do that basically two ways: through interest rates and taxes. They they get money out. They have to slow the economy now. They got to reduce the calories in 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 the system. And the problem is, and, and again, where the Fed mixed it, the Fed was the bad doctor. A good doctor would tell you, hey, you're, you're taking too many calories. You've, you've gained 10 pounds the last time I saw you here. You need to watch it. And then the guy can either listen to it or not, the good doctor. The Fed was told, look, this economy is way overheated. Stimulus after stimulus and uh, stock market going crazy and all of these. Just forgive student loans. That's more money into the system. And uh, didn't and, listen. And all of that was predicted. Yes. I mean, this is well, not, were, Yeah, the economists told the Fed, told their own something, It's not something that you wake up in the morning and say, what happened? Exactly. I mean, this has all been... And that old, that old adage, it's been said so many times throughout all generations, and it's so true, should never be discarded in the trash bin of, of sayings. And that is, never put off tomorrow what you need to do today. And that's what they did. They didn't want the party to end, just like the Roaring Twenties. Ironically, we're in the 2020s, mm. making the same kind of mistakes. In the Roaring Twenties, too much money, credit was everywhere, let's and hope, we know what happened. Let's hope we don't have another 1929 on our hands. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's, there's some mechanisms in place. You know, the stock market, if it drops so far, they'll, it'll automatically right. click as off. a result of the... But... Of, the depression but most people think that's what's in there is not going to be enough we we're definitely going to have a recession yeah but with all of these rural supply chains going on all the chaos uh the fear is it could be uh, even worse so isn't it nice to end free for all friday for the weekend send people <laughs> well, home I feel with better. such a cheery yeah. thought hey by the way well i gotta go kill some mice hey so don't feel too bad about your lives mr Oster. my weekend i'm gonna spend it you know, why, shooting bbs why in the were you of mice why were you looking at me when you said calories and gain 10 pounds <laughs> well, i don't take it personal no look you're slim and trim you're fighting bigger you're, clothes make me look folks better. thank you for tuning in laura kyle thank you for calling in all the folks in autry's army got my shirt here on and we're going to find a way to get you all some of these here real soon god bless you remember just do your best let god do the rest that's all god expects of you so that's all you should expect of yourself